is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Hello and welcome to the show. You're listening to Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. I'm Deborah Howell. Today our guest is Dr. Wang Tang from Saddleback Memorial Medical Center, one of the few vascular surgeons in the nation trained to use the fenestrated endovascular stent graft and was the first to perform the surgery in Southern California in 2013. Welcome, Dr. Tang. Welcome, Deborah. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. So a complex abdominal aortic aneurysm is referred to as the silent killer since symptoms are often not present, and if it ruptures, it often leads to death. Today, we're going to try to find out more about the causes and symptoms of a complex abdominal aortic aneurysm and how to treat it. So right off the top, what is a complex abdominal aortic aneurysm and how does it develop, doctor? Thank you, Deborah. So an aortic aneurysm is a bulging of the main vessel in your body. The aorta carries blood from the heart to your legs and your other parts of the body. Normally, it measures about an inch in diameter, about two centimeters. But over time, an aorta can stretch and bulge and become aneurysmal, in which the wall of the aorta weakens and the aorta itself thins out, stretching to sizes greater than twice the diameter of normal aorta. Mm. And left alone, these can rupture and lead to death. Well, obviously, we can't see it, can we, because it's inside our body. That's right. It's right in front of the spine. It's at the back portion of your abdominal cavity, and therefore, diagnosis of these aneurysms um, requires some sort of imaging or a detailed examination. Can this ballooning be prevented? This is a disease process that occurs silently. It's a degenerative process. Your your aorta, as, as wrinkles develop or hardening of arteries develop, the uh, inflammatory changes inside the aorta weaken it uh, from smoking, diabetes, high blood pressure, and such. Mm-hmm. And um, and the aorta then weakens and uh, becomes dilated. Okay. So you mentioned a few things we can do right off the top to uh, prevent it. Don't smoke. Correct. Um, I'm sure fatty foods are a no-no. Well, the, the biggest factor that contributes to aneurysms is really smoking, um, okay. you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, you know, the disease, the, the lifestyle, the lifestyle factors that uh, lead to degeneration of arteries, hardening of arteries, really. That's, that's how you can prevent these. Okay. So how is this type of aneurysm different than other abdominal aortic aneurysms? So the type of aneurysms that I take care of with our uh, new uh, technologies are w- what we refer to as complex, meaning that the aneurysm um, and its location makes it difficult to treat. Mm-hmm. And there are current technologies today in which uh, devices, implants, um, uh, are are used to um, stent uh, to reline the aorta, um, which uh, which have a unique uh, anatomic characteristics. Specifically, it's when the aneurysm originates really close to your branch arteries, specifically the kidney arteries. And that's um, that's how we refer to these as a complex aortic aneurysm. Okay. Now, what symptoms, if any, may individuals experience if they have an abdominal aortic aneurysm? That's right. Oftentimes, these are quiet. And um, the symptoms that you'll feel, you may feel a pulsing feeling in your abdomen as you lay in bed or sitting quietly, similar to a heartbeat. Um, and you're actually feeling the pulsations of this dilated vessel. Uh, if you feel a severe sudden pain in your abdomen or the lower back, uh, this may represent that your aneurysm is about to burst. 
Um, and if it does burst, you'll feel a sudden intense weakness, dizziness, pain, and you may even lose consciousness. And this is a life-threatening situation. And Certainly. You need to call 911 immediately. What, again, area? I know the lower back and, like, could you tell us physically again on the body where we might feel this? Really behind the belly button, okay. about that level of your of your abdomen. Yeah, sharp pain or a pulsing? Sharp pain, pulsing, uh, throbbing feeling. Really, those are those are what you want to watch for. And oftentimes, when you do feel that, it's often too late. Say you do get to the hospital, how is it then detected? Um, so the this vessel sits in the back of the abdominal cavity. So the best test to uh, look for these aneurysms to see, well, if, if you have an aneurysm or if it's ruptured, is a CAT scan. And that CAT scan will image your, your blood vessels. It'll tell me where the aneurysm is, how big is it, and whether it's um, trying to rupture or not. I see. Okay. Now, if no symptoms are present, how is the aneurysm diagnosed then? Really, we find these from scans for other reasons, such as if you came into the emergency room for kidney stones or if you came in for abdominal pain for other reasons and a CAT scan is performed, uh, you know, the CAT scan looks at all the organs inside of your abdomen and the aorta is one of them. So oftentimes these aneurysms are diagnosed when you are looking for other uh, other things in the abdomen, such as kidney stones, appendicitis, and such. And that's a lucky find. And that's a lucky find. Mm-hmm. Thank you, doctor, for that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what are the treatment options? So we, I made mention earlier we can put stents inside of these aortas in which we reline them and we put these stents in through uh, surgical incisions from the groins. So we go from the branch arteries below the aorta and we thread a wire under x-ray vision uh, through the uh, blood vessels, almost like tunneling through the blood vessels and laying uh, a fabric-lined uh, metal lattice uh, flexible uh, stent and the aorta itself is relined and protected from uh, from it uh, rupturing. How long have we been doing this? I mean, when you were a little boy, were people thinking and talking about relining your aorta? I mean, right. It's kind yeah. of crazy, right? It is kind of crazy. This is the technologies that we have today that really we're saving lives. So traditionally, the operation is an up and down incision in your abdominal cavity, you know, from the sternum to the to your pubic bone. And we open up the abdomen and we surgically replace this weakened aorta with a fabric tube and we sew it in place. It's still done today. Mm-hmm. However, with stent graft technologies, the uh, the traditional stent graft technology, which has been around for about 15 years now, to the second generation of stent grafts, which are these fenestrated stent grafts that we may mention earlier, that's been around for about two years now. And that's what I'd love to talk to you about now. Please explain to us the fenestrated endovascular stent graft procedure. Cook Medical, uh, we thank them for bringing this to the forefront of technology. They have the Zenith fenestrated stent graft, and the word fenestrated means there's cutouts. So there's actually cutouts in the stent itself, which allows us to put the stent high up in the aorta, way above the aneurysm, and even above those branch arteries that come off. Those are the kidney arteries. And that allows us to treat a broader range of aneurysms, uh, aneurysms which uh, in, uh, that, that encroach on the kidney arteries or even go above the kidney arteries. Same thing, we place these through surgical incisions in the groin Mm -hmm. over wires using x-ray and iodine injections to position these stents. 
these stents have to be custom fitted to a patient's aorta anatomy. And so uh, they need to be custom um, built Mm -hmm. with cutouts or fenestrations at the exact positions of where these branch arteries come off. Absolutely incredible. Now, is this inserted through the groin for females and males? That's correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, Do you have anything else we should know before we uh, have have at our day? So you bring up the uh, women and men. So if women are diagnosed with aortic aneurysms, there's a strong chance that there's a familial component, meaning Ah. that it carries in their family. And oftentimes we'll see women who I diagnose with aneurysms, and you simply ask, and they'll say, yeah, my mom or my aunt or my grandmother died suddenly, and they think they had a ruptured aneurysm. What's important for them is that their children be screened, females and and their family need to be screened. Tell your kids your medical history. Exactly. Put it, you know, on in a file on their computer or wherever you need to put it to keep it safe and uh, make sure they know it could save their lives. Exactly. That's right. And where can people go to get more information, Dr. Tang? Um, our organization, our uh, Vascular Surgical Society, is called vascularweb.org, www.vascularweb.org. And there's a tab that has um, vascular health. It talks about different diagnoses of vascular disease. Aortic aneurysms are one of them. And uh, hardening of the arteries, carotid artery disease, um, you know, vein disorders. Um, you can find those online and is a wealth of information to the public. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Tang, for spending some time with us today and for all the life-saving work that you do. It's been great to have you on the program today. It's been great, too, Deborah. Thank you so much. To listen to the podcast or for more info, please visit memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. I'm Deborah Howell. Join us again next time as we explore another weekly dose of wellness brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Have a fantastic day.